Many, many years ago, hundreds of years ago, when there were no police or anyone to take care of the law. And one thing, and the other, in wee villages, a man looked after the village, and they called him a burgmaster. And he held court out in front of his house. If anybody had any grievances or arguments to settle, they came to the burgmaster, and laid their disputes before him. He settled all the arguments, he was the master of the village. In this village, it wasn't very big, there lived an old man called Thomas, and he was the thatcher. He thatched all the roofs for the people of the village, and he was known far out the land as the finest thatcher in the country. And when he went and did a job it was just immaculate, nobody could beat him at his job. His name spread far and wide as Thomas the Thatcher. If he had another name, nobody knew it. So, one day, the burgmaster is sitting at the front of his house, when up comes two, three, people from the village. Good morning, gentlemen, he said. Good morning, they said, master. We have come to lay a complaint. Oh, I, he says, come in. Come in, sit down, men. What is your complaint? We want to lay a complaint against Thomas the Thatcher, one said. Come, come, come. Complaint against Thomas the Thatcher, he said. I hope you read no complaining about his work. Oh, no, 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 master, they said. We're no complaining about Thomas's work, one said. It's not his work. Well, I hope not, said the master. Because he was here the day before yesterday, and look at my roof, look at my shed and the way. Thomas is the greatest thatcher in the world. Yes, they said, Master, we know that. But, we're here to complain about Thomas's own roof. The roof of his own house is in a terrible mess. And the thatch is all blown off with the wind. It's scattered high and low. It gets in the feet, it gets in the walks, it gets in the gardens and he'll not do a thing about it. So, we want to charge him, lay a complaint so that you will get him to sort his roof and it won't be a nuisance to us anymore. Well, gentlemen, he says, it's the first complaint I've ever had against Thomas the Thatcher. But it is a complaint. Thomas will be called to court tomorrow in front of me, and I'll see his roof won't trouble you anymore. Good day, gentlemen. Off the men go. So, the next day was court day. And Thomas was sent for, called in front of the burgmaster. And he came up along with the rest of the folk to hear the charges against him. So, he sat and he heard all the charges till it would come his turn. And he was called before the burgmaster. Thomas, he said, I have a charge against you. Well, master, he said, what is the charge? I have hurt no one. He said, you have hurt no one, but it's your roof, Thomas. You're known as the finest thatcher in the land and you do your work better than anyone we've ever known about. You work for me or work for anyone in the village. Every roof is so tidy, except yours. Why is your roof in such a mess compared to everybody else's roof? and you are a thatcher. I want you to tell me why your roof is not like the rest of the roofs that you work on. So, Thomas walked up. He stood in front of the master and his head was bowed. Master, he said, it's not me. It's my friends. Come, come now. Thomas, he said, we're all your friends. We're all your friends here. You mean to say it's us? No, no, not you, master, he said. My little friends, he says, my friends of the air, the birds. What's about the birds, Thomas, he said. It's not the birds that's doing it, is it? No, master, it's not the birds, he says. But your roof and every roof in the village is pegged down with ash pegs, as I did myself and made your roofs tidy and neat. 
but there's not one single place in your roof where a bird could lie and could sleep for the night, and keep out of the cold air, is there? I leave my roof like that for my little friends to shelter in. I could tidy up my roof and peg it down and make it beautiful like your roof or anyone else's roof. But where would my little friends go in the wintertime, master? The burgmaster stood up. But before he could say another word, all these birds came down. And they gathered round old Thomas. He says, come, come now, children, don't cause any disturbance with the people. You've got a complaint against me already, I don't want any more. So, the burgmaster stood and said, Thomas, you are a man, no only a thatcher but a man, a real man. In fact, you're the best man in this village. And I want you to know that. Go, Thomas, and take your little friends with you, and you leave your roof as it is and let them have shelter. We of this village never gave it a thought that a bird needs somewhere to sleep in the wintertime, we only thought of whistles. And gentlemen, he said, if I ever hear of another complaint against Thomas the Thatcher as long as he's alive, I'll punish the complainer like I've never punished another man before in my life. So, old Thomas went away and he took his birds with him. His roof remained like that for menace and menace a year, until Thomas died. And when he died the villagers built a little statue for him made of iron, metal, of an old man kneeling feeding birds. So, if ever you're somewhere in a wee village in the east and you come across a forgotten cemetery, and you see a statue of a rusty old man feeding birds, you'll know that that was Thomas the Thatcher. And that's the end of my wee story. I heard this story from an old man called Johnny Townsley, a cousin of my mother's. Where the story originated I don't know, it could be a German or Flemish story. Some of my forebears probably heard it when they were abroad serving in the army. This is one way a story can be passed from place to place.